government, subsidize me. I dare you. This is We Have Concerns. Hi, Jeff Kanata. Hi, Anthony Carboni. Hello, concerned citizens. Anthony, I have a yes, question Jeff. for you. Okay. Do you think you could survive? You could last? Or maybe the better question is, how long do you think mm. you could last? Inside the quietest place on earth. Oh, um, let's see. Uh, long time? Long time? <laughs> I don't know. Well, so, okay. Like, let me think about what that means. Quietest place on earth. I'm going to think about it now. So quietest place on earth means to me, uh, so we're getting rid of all, you know, I've, I've lived in, I've lived in cities most of my life, so we're getting rid of city noise. Yes. Uh, we are getting rid of even like when I've gone and slept in the country there's or, or in the forest, I've gone camping. There's, there's yeah. the sound of wind. There's the sound of animals. There's the sound of air. Uh, here's the thing. I think if it gets quieter than that, you get to a point where you can hear the things that your body is doing. That's right. And so I think if I went to the quietest place on earth, if there was like, if there was a chamber somewhere that was completely as quiet as you can humanly get a thing, I think I would lose my goddamn mind, not super quickly, but fairly quickly. I don't, can I tell you something? I don't like to hear or feel my heartbeat. I don't like it. I know some people find it comforting. I don't like it. I've always found it creepy. You don't like to even just, just for a moment, you don't want to feel your own heartbeat. Like if you put your hand over your heart, you don't oh, like the feeling like just for a second. Like if I put my hand over it where, the, where, where my heart's supposed to be, sure. Take your pulse. Yeah, taking my pulse is fine. Like that sort of thing is fine. But like on a normal thing, like, okay, like if I'm, uh, if I'm, if I'm like laying in bed and there's like a, and there's like a baby or a dog or a significant other and they want to put yeah. their head on my chest to go to sleep. Right. Yeah. They simply cannot it will bug me out to hear my heart beat that much. You say no, baby. I do not, baby. Do I that. Will, I will just push a baby off the bed. <laughs> if I get creeped out like that, I will just immediately, and babies are small, I can just right off to the other side of the room. <laughs> baby, you can be on my left side mm-hmm. or right side. Where's your heart? I don't know. I don't know. Right side. Right side. You can be on my right side. But not over my heart, baby. Not, not over my heart. Not allow it. Well, this is the question that a, an article in uh, the New York Magazine attempts to tackle. Uh, I found this article to be uh, quite entertaining, actually. Um, this is an article written by a Katie it. Nailed Weaver. it for our first B-roll of the new year. Never mind if you're not watching the video version. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Go on. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's written by Katie Weaver, and uh, it is about Katie Weaver attempting to enter the quietest place on Earth and break the record for staying in there the longest. Now, now I've, I've, I'm looking at this place. It's a very unique looking place. And I do yes. recall seeing this place before, and I remember that the... I remember that the the world record for this place, if I remember correctly, 
is like under an hour. It's like 45 minutes. And then somebody was just like banging on the door. Get me out of here. Well, that is the rumor. So this is what is known as an anechoic chamber. And an anechoic chamber is, is a, a room that is built to be quiet beyond the level of human hearing. So there is a floor to human hearing, which is, we, we note at about zero decibels, which is below which humans cannot hear anything. Holy shit. And did we, did we, me- did we measure something in a practical way? Did we create a pr- yeah, right? Zero is the floor. Wait, did we create a practical <laughs> unit of measurement with the decibel? I guess. It turns out maybe we did. God damn, we did it. After all these years, we finally did it. It's well, not like it's not like, well, it's a foot. Why is it a foot? Well, you know, because it's uh what I do. Yeah, you, know, you, you ever seen an average foot? This is about an average foot. What does that mean? Or like yeah. a, even a meter. It's like, well, why is that a meter? I don't know, man. Meter it. Or Fahrenheit. It's like negative 32 is freezing, I guess. I don't know. Right. Well, I'll say this. I'll I'll say this. The um, uh, Celsius does. It does make a little a a good amount of sense if it if it freeze. But that's it's water centric, which I also never like that's got nothing to do with me. That's got to do with water. Like so it freezes at zero. It boils at 100. What does that mean to me? Well, I want to know what's the temperature of water that a human being wants to drink. Start it there. <laughs> so the, the, the perfect drinking temperature should be zero. <laughs> yeah. Or like swimming or bathe. I don't know. Yeah. Probably not bathing because I like a nice warm bath. But you know what yeah. I mean? Like, I, I guess. Make it freeze, about me. Make Well, we're the ones making the measurements and we're the ones that are going to be measuring things. I'm not making it for a duck to measure shit. <laughs> I'm not saying like there. Now the duck can also measure things. Yeah. No, you're right. The duck. D- duck. Can measure whether water is free, frozen or not. not. So, like, screw the duck shit, is what Jeff. you're saying. <laughs> the duck's not like measuring it. anything. Well, in this case, zero decibels is about the floor of human hearing, but we can create spaces that are actually quieter than that, that are measured sure. in negative decibels. That makes sense. And there is a place in Minnesota that you can go that is called Orfield Laboratories. That has one of these anechoic chambers and you can actually pay money to go inside and see how long you can last. Now, this thing that you brought up about 45 minutes evidently is is a bit of an urban legend because recently on TikTok and YouTube and Twitter and, and in the social spaces, social medias, there this this rumor started that it was uh, dangerous or somehow will drive you insane to stay in this chamber for more than 45 minutes. There was an now, article on, on the well, Daily Mail that said, you will not be able to survive more than 45 minutes in this chamber. Number one, anybody who quotes the Daily Mail deserves to be thrown into the sea. The Daily Mail is not a Agreed. newspaper. Agreed. Number two, I found out recently, and this is very unsettling to me, that 40% of Gen Z, when they need to search something, will search it on TikTok instead of Google. Oof. Um, because they, they want it explained to them by somebody that they, you Dancing? know. 
Something like, dancing? Somebody, sure. They, you know, they just, they want like a nice in-depth, there are a lot of people that are doing nice in-depth explainer videos on things uh, on TikTok. Yeah. However, I feel like the problem with that is just because a video is popular doesn't mean it's correct. And so right. when, when you search for something like an anechoic chamber on TikTok, I'm sure you're going to get your, um, I'm sure Hank Green pops up in there somewhere, right? Hank Green pops so. up everywhere. I but, hope Hank Green's in there somewhere. But is he the number one video or is he the yeah. number 10 video after 10 videos you watch that tell you silent chamber will drive you insane? Right. And yes. so I can see how this would get, like this would become, but I heard, I didn't hear that like, the person was literally driven insane. I heard after 45 minutes, they simply felt uncomfortable and they wanted to leave. Yeah, the the the, the full uh, <laughs> the full rumor was that there was a cash prize for someone to go into this particular place, this Orfield Laboratories. Me. Which which had a which had a large wrought iron fence in front of it. <laughs> yes. And it's on it's on a it's on a mountain out on the side of town. And it's like, I heard old Dr. Orfield went insane. (laughs) Yes. His daughter, his daughter was sensitive to sound and couldn't take it (laughs) when it was, when they started using electric tractors, when they started using gas powered tractors and, and farming machines, she could hear them from miles away. And so he had to build her a room, old Dr. Orfield. (laughs) She died in that room. She went insane. Some say her spirit still walks these walls, but you can't hear the sounds of her screaming. Honestly, the room is so quiet. I hear that her spirit walks the halls, but in a very respectful way (laughs) to where like, if you can read and you're not going to hear him like pacing around, like she's like, she's not a bad neighbor as far as (laughs) just go. She's just hanging out. Yeah. I just hanging out. I heard she, she she screams, but like into a ghost pillow because she knows that there are other people that share the walls. Like she's she's respectful for people that are sensitive to loud noises. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Real respectful ghost. Uh, no, so th- there was a there was a rumor that you would win seven million dollars if you could last, and it's all false. It's all this false. This is all bullshit. Why would this Why would this recording studio be giving you seven million dollars? <laughs> well, it's a recording the, studio, right? It's not like a it's not like a an academic research facility or something. Well, it started out as a recording studio in the seventies and eighties. It was a recording studio, the building in which this thing is housed. In fact, uh, Prince recorded there. Uh, there's you know some some major uh, major record. Uh, records were recorded, recorded in this place. Though. If you were on, That's if true. you were on a bicycle with Prince, you would still have to check oh, and make sure he didn't have a mic on you. Do you have any idea how much I would want to be on a bicycle with Prince? A little bicycle uh, built for two, just you, uh, just you and the purple one. Me and Prince, I've dreamed of that for so long, Anthony. Uh, it's just never going to be now. All my dreams shattered the day Prince passed away. Anyway, Bob Dylan and Prince both uh, both uh, recorded this place. And, and this guy, Stephen J. Orfield, bought this place, uh, this old recording studio, and he turned it into a uh, design research facility. And separately from that, he also bought this anechoic chamber. Okay. Um, which he, it was on sale. So this thing... This thing had Craigslist. Basically, yes, it was. It was uh, a. It was built for uh, products like the uh, Sleep Number mattress and the Whirlpool dishwashers. It was built to analyze how things can be made quieter. They would put a product in the inside this room, 
and they would test it and they would try to make it quiet. And they'd have very sensitive uh, measuring, you know, to, to determine how they could improve the product to eliminate, you know, yeah. banging and clunking in your Whirlpool dishwasher. Sure. Okay, that's kind of cool. Well, it's functional. It's a functional thing. So, but he bought it. And honestly, he, he only was able to get it because uh, no, no other company uh, was willing to put up with the, uh, the hassle of like disassembling it and moving it. But he hires uh, a bunch of college kids from the University of Chicago football team. Okay. They disassembled the chamber. They loaded into uh, three semi trucks. And in 1994, he reassembles the chamber inside this building that used to be a recording studio. And he tries to use it for the same kind of thing where he's going to, you know, uh, sell it out to uh, design clients. Uh, people, you know, they're doing these consumer products and want them yeah. to be quieter. Okay. Well, meanwhile, he also goes, hey, it's kind of a strange sensation to walk into this super quiet room. So he uh, opens it up to the public on Friday afternoons to anybody who will donate 20 bucks to a local food pantry. Oh, pretty cool. Yeah, that's nice. Pretty cool. But word starts to spread. <laughs> and so many people like about, he said about five years of, of, of letting people do that. It, it gets so big that he's like, this is a, this is a money making opportunity. I'm not going to just like give the money to the food pantry. <laughs> he goes, <laughs> his quote is after about five the years of giving his old baby, it's field time. Where's Sorry. Orfield snacks? Cut. Yeah. Orfield's gotta, looking in the Orfield pantry and Orfield's not seeing any any fig newtons. Exactly. Where's my, my star beak. crunch? Time to wet my beak in the pantry, you know what I'm saying? All these uh, all these homeless quote, people are getting the little Debbies. Where's the little Debbies for Orfield? <laughs> His quote is after about five years of giving everything away for free, we decided we're done with that. So Fuck yeah. They were done with that. All right. Uh and now. Now, because of this crazy, you know, the fame on, on YouTube and TikTok and everything. Right. Now, the fee is 600 bucks an hour. 600 bucks an hour. We call that making Orfield money. <laughs> it's Orfield money, baby. So, the, uh, the, the record had been two is that hours. per person? Can you bring a group? That's a good question. I don't know. That's a good question. I, I, I don't know. You just rent the room. I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't spend 600 bucks for me personally for the hour. 60 of us at 10 bucks a piece. <laughs> yeah. And you know, party? Cause, cause here's the thing. Party. I think about going to like, you know, I went to the Broad Museum and I saw one of those like Yayoi Kusama infinity rooms. Right. And yeah. you know, everybody takes the videos of themselves in the infinity room and they're just like, Ooh, ah, the magic and the quiet and the splendor. And you really, you're in there and you're thinking and like, what they don't tell you is you get a literal 60 second timer in the infinity room. So everybody's talking about all this life-changing shit that happened to them in the infinity room. I'm not trying to say that they're all lying, but I'm trying to say they may be embellishing a little bit because I got yeah. into the infinity room. I started taking a video and by the time I was like, wow, this is really cool. They were like, gunk, 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 gunk. <laughs> get the fuck out the infinity room. <laughs> you paid your $20 and you've had your infinity. <laughs> and I, I didn't bother to explain to them how 60 seconds of infinity isn't really anything. That's, that's literally, you can measure it. It's 60 seconds. So right. a would, duck I, could measure it. Now the duck's not measuring shit, dude. Oh, now, okay. Getting that. Uh, I, I think I would want a couple minutes in the quiet room, hmm. but I don't think I would want like 
a oh, Krasinski, I see what you're I don't want like a Krasinski price. amount of time in the quiet room. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right, right. Uh, you don't want to be in the quiet place. No, the, the, it's a room, not the place. Right. So I would see what you're saying. I was thinking you share the cost and you all go in at the same time as a No, because I don't want to hear saying, your heart. I don't want to, like, that's the thing is like, I feel like I can't you don't hear my, my heart. heart and like my, my weird breathing and like, you know, yeah. the boogers no. in my nose. Like that's You want to daisy thing. chain it. You want to go in one after another. It. You want to, you want to pass the baton of silence. Serial, not parallel is what I'm saying. Gotcha. I got you. No, that's much smarter. So you get you get your two minutes and we're all we're all hanging out outside waiting for Anthony to come out to get my two minutes. Yeah. I get like, you. Oh, that's, that's cool. wild. We did it. You know, uh, I would I even do cool. like 10. I would even do like, uh, uh, you know, like 10 people at 60 bucks and do six minutes each. I think that's that's enough time to quietly go insane. <laughs> you know, so for your yeah. 600 bucks, you get into this quiet room. I'm assuming all of the things that you can hear, but. But give me an example of what, how do they describe what it's like when your well, ears attuned to the quietness? I want to work up to that. I want to, I want to set the stage a little bit better than we have so far before we get to that. Because oh, okay. this, this you, Katie are, Weaver. You, you assume that people don't understand at this point, quiet room. Exactly. Yeah. No, I gotta, I gotta paint the, paint the picture of the quiet yeah, room. Yeah, yeah. No, this, yeah. this room is fucking quiet. Like super quiet. But I don't think you even realize how quiet we're talking here. Yeah, okay. no, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I clearly don't understand the concept. Go ahead. <laughs> so Katie Weaver, this writer, uh, is, is sets out to break the record because the break the record was two hours, but she was not certain whether the record was because somebody couldn't survive more than two hours or they didn't want to pay more than 1200 no, bucks. that just sounds like I, yeah, that just sounds like somebody paid their money and was like, that was cool. That's all the time I want to spend in there. Yeah. It sounds yeah. like that's one of those things where the person didn't even know they were setting a record, if I'm honest. <laughs> right. That's, that's so, like, that's like Forrest Gump telling you he just started running until he didn't feel like running anymore. You know uh, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, uh, that, that was all I paid for. So I left after two hours, you know? Yeah. I think that's, so Katie went in, Bought the three hours and said, I'm going to do three hours. I'm going to set, I'm going to set the record in, Whoa, in the, in the, the fucking New York times money. All right, Katie, yeah, New York times money. Exactly. All right. So here's, here's, here's my setup for what this place is now. First, an anechoic chamber. Okay. How did we create these things? Like wh who figured out how to make the, like what are the mechanics of making the quietest room on the planet. Well, I can tell right. you based on this photo that we have of it, you literally watch Tarsum Sings the Fall. <laughs> <laughs> or, yeah. the, or The Cell. Really any mm -hmm. Tarsum Sing movie you can watch. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and then you just, you build something out of a BDSM nightmare and there are no echoes in it. Right. Yes. Is that correct? Because, the, exactly. So the way sound works is you know, we almost never hear something that hasn't bounced off of something already, right? Yeah. We don't, the, you know, bouncing off the walls, the lamp in your room, whatever it is, it's going to, it's going to, that's going to affect the way the sound waves are yeah. interpreted. Even, our, by even our voices are coming up from our larynx and our vocal cords through the chamber of our mouth and yes. our throat. And, right. you know, everything is, everything is a reflection or an echo or a wave. Exactly. And yeah. outdoors, it's less so, but you have more sound pollution, right? You're, the sound waves leave your mouth if you're speaking and they go off until they fade away. You know, they're not bouncing off of things per se if you're in a big, you know, empty field or whatever. Right. But there's much more sound pollution because you're hearing, you know, birds and leaves rustling and wind and all that stuff. Dude, you ever scream so, in a desert? <laughs> I don't know. I, 
You ever, have, have you ever screamed at like a, this is a question? Have you ever screamed at those kind of parties, Anthony? I've been out in the middle of the <laughs> desert once. No, I was just driving, and uh, and you can get out. You can get out of your car whenever you want. I don't know if anybody's told you that. You can just get out of your fucking what? car. Yeah, you don't like need on, to be in, in your a, car on the road. Yeah, you can just like get out of your fucking car and walk away. I don't know. <laughs> you can just like, <laughs> um, but like you know, you can walk out into the middle of like, or if you go to like a, a Joshua Tree or any any one of these like desert parks you can just walk yeah. out in the middle of nowhere you're but you walk out in the middle of nowhere it's so quiet and you just scream and you're so used to having your scream echo off of something yeah right like even it if doesn't. you scream in, even if you scream in like a canyon or whatever or, or you know in the mountains you scream and you hear yeah. yourself you expect to hear like hello hello right hello, right right hello you scream in a desert it just goes nowhere and especially because even this, even the sand like absorbs more than it reflects. Right. Yeah. And so it's like you just scream and I like there's no echo to it. There's no real resonance to it. It just goes. It's gone. I I will also say Scream in a Desert is my favorite Bowie album. Scream in a Desert's good. <laughs> Scream in a Desert is really, really good. There were no like there were no like bangers, right? Because that was the follow-up right. to Ziggy Stardust. And it was like you expected hit after hit after hit. And it was more like he needed an emotional and artistic reset. Yeah. Yeah. And then <laughs> after that, one. Modern Love. Good. He was right, right back into like doing <laughs> right singles. Right back into it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've actually experienced a little of that now that I live in a place that snows. Like if you go out in, at night yes. in the snow and no one's out, the car, there's no cars on the road because people are staying indoors and, and it, the snow is thick and, and it's it's still out of doors. There's still some noise pollution, but it's so much more quieter than I've ever experienced before. It's kind of that same kind of thing. Yeah, it's well, wild. The, so he, get this, Anthony. the The origin story of the anechoic chamber is, as with most things we talk about science wise, it goes back to the United States Army. Fuck yeah, M- mil- the military. Had a plan in 1943. Yeah, they did. And it was stupid. Tell me about it. Tell me about their it's dumb so stupid. It's so plan. stupid. Dude, dude, it's so stupid. Tell me about their shitty, idiotic plan. In Operation Ghost Army. Yes. They wanted to create <laughs> enormous speakers yes, that they, they could play on the battlefield from far away that yeah. would make the enemy think there were hundreds of thousands of troops coming. They wanted, it was called Operation Coconut Shells, and they were going to clop them together as hard as they could and then make it sound like they were riding off into the distance. It was called Operation Staircase, and we would stand behind a kitchen counter and we would go down like we were, we would make it look like we were walking downstairs, but we were really just bending our knees. And the yep. enemy army would think that we went down a secret staircase and they'd be like, yep. well, they're done fighting today. There's nothing we can do. It was operation. We've got your nose. <laughs> and then we put in and then we throw in the gas. <laughs> we make them think that we that we make them think that we've taken their noses off and they're safe. <laughs> and then we throw in the gas and they yeah. go, oh, no, they don't oh. have my nose. <laughs> what a this shitty a, fucking these fucking dude. people. You know, I guess desperation makes for they some, you know, uh, they can't account, you know, the military can't account for like 40% of where their budget went. They just don't know. It's not, even, know. it's not even classified. It's not even something where they hand off a paper to you that says you're not allowed to know that yeah. they didn't even, they didn't even write up enough of those papers to cover their ineptitude. <laughs> they literally just don't know where the money went and we're giving them 
the lion's share of our gross domestic product. And they are like, what if we made a giant speaker? (laughs) Motherfuckers in 1943 were like not using rubber products. They were, they were not eating sugar. They were rationing everything. They were sending spare bits of metal to the government. No, please. Our great grandmothers with, with coupons for a loaf of bread. And it's like, well, if we don't spend it this week, we can have two loaves when your father comes to visit. (laughs) Meanwhile, they're like, from his other family's house and we just put up with What if we just make big ass speakers? Yeah. We don't have enough, we don't have enough troops. What if we make it the sound of troops? This is a real thing. This, okay, so this is right after, this is right after they said, listen, you can sell as much marijuana as you want. You just have to have the stamp that makes it legal (laughs) to sell it. And then they're like, oh no, you don't have the stamp. And they're like, well, we don't know where to get the stamp. It's like, oh no, I guess we got to seize your marijuana. And then they're just (laughs) sitting there getting high with all this marijuana that immigrants built, that immigrants grew, and they're like, well, what's our plan? And they're like, a giant fucking speaker. And it's like, no, <laughs> we don't, we can't go on break for another 40 minutes. It's like, no, 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 this one's for work. This one's for work. No, but then this is the next step of that plan. They're like, okay, giant, giant fucking speaker. We're going to make it sound like there's hundreds of thousands of troops coming. And they're like, awesome. We can do it. With the U.S. military, we can do it. Where do we test it? What? Yeah, where do we test it? Because um, I don't know if you've seen America, but there's people that live there. And if we're playing the sound of troops approaching that loudly, that you can hear it for miles around. Oh, they can't. Oh, they can't find anywhere in America that's just land. <laughs> what did I just say about getting out of your fucking car? <laughs> Holy shit, these guys. Do you know what this was? This was a bunch of military guys that were like, well, where do we test the speaker? It's like, I don't know, but I'm not going to New Mexico and I'm not, spend- <laughs> I'm not spending another six months of my life in New Mexico. Yeah. It sucks. I didn't like it. I want to stay where I live. Thank it's, you very it's much. A, it's, so, it's such a brilliant origin story because they're literally like, we want to blast the loudest sounds that terrify people. I don't know where we can do that. Let's build a room from which no sound can escape. So... Bunch of military guys you, said, but, let's, but in order to test it, to, to test it on a scale that you need to test it, right? My yeah. next question to you is, how large does this anechoic chamber have to be? Because you have to be out of sight of the enemy army yeah. and make it sound like you're approaching, which means you need to be far away with a big ass fucking speaker. And you probably need to test sound like, what, half yeah. a mile away? Oh, there's there's photos of this that look like the most 1950s thing you could. It looks like a science fiction movie from 1950. It has a 38-foot high ceiling. So what they did, so what they did is they they got those eggheads over at Harvard to get to get to work. The military brass was like, give me those eggheads at Harvard. And they called up Harvard University's Electroacoustic Laboratory. And they started testing. Nearly a thousand different shapes and structures to figure out what is the most acoustically dampening shape we can devise. And what they came up with was this wedge, which is your Tarsum Singh room wedge. Uh, Jeff, I just found a photo of the Air Force Research Lab's 2018 anechoic chamber. This is the one that they use now. And oh, they've yeah. got some Ant-Man and the Wasp shit in the middle of it. Like, <laughs> I understand the anechoic chamber 
it's it's this big, you know, if you've seen soundproofing, it essentially looks like a soundproof room. Like maybe you've put up foam in your house for recording or something, but it's huge. But in the middle of it, they have this fucking sphere, this wireframe sphere that's connected to all these cords and cables that I swear to God, they're trying to trap a ghost. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's what it looks like. Yes. <laughs> is this the fucking speaker? No, this uh, is from 2018. No. This is something new. This is gotta, some new dumb shit that we don't know about. <laughs> yes. Okay. It, it, this is some new dumb shit. The 50s picture uh, I am going to uh, send you right now. Okay. Because it's quite something. Uh, let me find it. Here it is. Coming right at you. Um, anyway, they found this, this wedge and they built... Uh, 19,000 of these 46 inch long fiberglass wedges. Okay. So these are the things that are on the wall that look like what I think of as soundproof foam. You think about the yes. zigzag soundproof foam that people get to record podcasts or something like that. Right. Um, but, but, with, but way bigger, way more intense, but yes, it's the same principle, general principle, right? It's, it's this, <laughs> this, 38 foot high ceiling with wedges everywhere. And then like a, there it is. There you go. Dude, Darth Vader is going to tell you he's, his, he's your father in this room. <laughs> yes. Like there's like, is that the most, 19, the 19, most 1950s picture ever? These, these two guys in, in suit and ties standing in the center of this insane monstrosity of, of they're, they're wearing wool. You can tell they're wearing wool. They're uncomfortable. <laughs> yes. One of them is just standing in that way that 1950s people stand when there's a camera around and they're not used to it. And then yeah. the other one is the other one is like he looks like he's setting up a, a microphone for the Colgate Comedy Hour. They're both <laughs> wearing glasses that only exist in the 1950s, and they're standing in front of a box speaker that's about yep. half a human height. But the box speaker is suspended in this 40 foot room in the exact center of the wall, and they are on a catwalk suspended yeah. halfway up this room. <laughs> what the fuckity fuck? And right. then all of the walls are obviously covered in these, in these wedge shapes, these zigzag wedges that look like they're going to record the world's dorkiest fucking podcast. These guys look <laughs> like is... they just, these look like, like Steven pod and Roger cast. And like, yeah. they're about to yeah. invent this shit. Invent the podcast. This is, <laughs> This is Operation Ghost Army right there, baby. That's two, Operation Ghost these, Army. These two Schmendricks? What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> so that that's the origin story of the anechoic chamber. Can right? I say that one of them has their eyes closed in the photo? This is the file photo. And one of them clearly has their eyes closed and they didn't retake it. They just, because they're the government and they're the military, they just let this poor guy go down in history for having his eyes closed in the middle of the fucking photo. Maybe he's just listening real hard to the oh, silence. Oh, he's you know? vibing. Yeah. He vibes to the sound of his boogers. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So now you've got uh, some kind of... Uh, th now, the Orfield Labs version of this mm. is basically the same exact thing. It's just smaller, right? Okay. Six-sided room. Every, every surface covered in those wedges, those similar kind of wedges that protruding from literally every surface. Yeah. And there's a mesh, like a, like a, uh, like a metal mesh that's suspended above the 
protruding wedges of the floor so you can walk on that and go out into the middle of it. Now, you don't get still, noises and reverberations from the metal mesh? That's I think the whole point is you go out there and then you stay still. Because okay. they, they gave her metal a, works. All right. I know. I don't, I don't understand it either, but that's, that's the, that's what it, it's described as having is this, this mesh floor over the top. That's a little, I bet in that springy. room when that, when that mesh moves even a little bit to you, it sounds like, sounds like, you know what I mean? Like it's like, <laughs> yes, yes. Now, so it's, it's the same exact principle. This is supposedly, uh, has been measured at negative 9.4 decibels. Okay. Now, okay. Jeff, now that I understand what a quiet room is, yeah. can you tell me what I hear in the silence of the quiet room after I acclimate to it? Now, the everything you've talked about with hearing the your own insides yeah. is is what is advertised. That th- this is the notion is that it is so quiet that sounds that our body usually discards, we don't register as hearing, even though they're happening all the time. Now, because it is so quiet in there, we hear the sound of our own heartbeat, the sound of our own circulatory system, the sound of our breathing. Hate it. So you're, you literally hear your blood moving through your veins. This is the idea. I don't even and, like, I don't even like during like a, a med- and you know, like, Listen, I mean, you know, not for nothing, but I, uh, I meditate. I don't know if I brought it up before, but I meditate. It's not a big deal. I'm not like any yeah. better than anybody else, but I do meditate. <laughs> um, but, uh, I don't even like the, t- I don't even like the part of the beginning where like you breathe in and out and count your own breaths. I hate it. I used to hate even the sound of my own breath. You sound really like you're really good at meditating. I am the best at <laughs> meditating, but okay. So I'm hearing my, can I wait circulatory system? Can I hear my blood in my veins like a vampire? That's the idea is you hear your blood. You hear your own blood. What does your blood, what does your blood sound like? Well, this is the question. So this is what. I bet it's gushy. Our, what Katie Weaver, yeah. our intrepid author, was attempting to find out. Now, again, before I get to the big reveal, she did some prep. And I find this also extremely interesting. Now. Because she had heard, if and the rumor if is, we did sponsorships. That would have been like before I get to the reveal. <laughs> you would have just, you would have just Casper mattressed everybody. Yeah, no, we like, should. That's what you're doing Patreon. right now. Slash, we have concerns. You're Casper mattressing everyone right now. But go ahead and tell us about the <laughs> journey of Katie Weaver. Let me let me I square space like you for I a second. I feel like I'm reading a J.R. Uh, like a like a fucking J.R. G.R.R. Martin. George Rolkin taking you on a journey, Anthony. I know you want to skip right to the right to the 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 lip of Mordor and throw the ring right in. But I'm I'm taking you on a journey. Tolkien and George R. R. Martin, and I'll tell you what. That's because I that's because I fall asleep during both of them. Now, J. R. J. R. Martin is not a good analogy because there's no ending. (laughs) Well, there's I think all I don't think any of his books have endings. I think they're all middle. I think every book is middle. Right, he doesn't. He has not written the ending books yet, so it's a bad analogy. I'll stick with the J.R.R. Tolkien, who actually has endings. Okay, anyway. but I'm just saying, I feel like you're doing a more of a George R.R. Martin right now. Like, I want to know what you hear <laughs> in the in the foam room, and you're telling well, me 16 pages about what Katie Weaver ate for dinner. Like, I don't go. care what's embroidered what... on her shirt, dude. Tell me what's <laughs> going on in the fucking room. You're going to like the prep she did, because... As you have indicated, the the worry is that you will hear your own insides yeah. gurgling 
mm-hmm. and you will go insane. So she went before she went into the room, the anechoic chamber. She went to a couple of experts in the field. She visited the Neuroscience Institute at Carnegie Mellon mm-hmm. and talked to Barbara, Dr. Barbara Shin Cunningham, who was the director there. Who uh, I know who, that's who probably she, I know that's probably a hyphenate, but I like to think that it's Barbara quote unquote Shin Cunningham. <laughs> like her nickname is the Shin. Yeah, the Shin. Yeah, because she could. Yeah. Cause she studies because she's so into studying quiet that you could hit her in the Shin and she wouldn't scream. She, that's right. That's how, it that's how you know. The experiment. That's how you know she's a professional. Yeah, she, the old Shin Cunningham. Anyway, uh, so she asks Dr. Barbara Shin Cunningham. Yeah. Um, if becoming aware of your own body sounds will make you go insane. And this is the reply, quote, no, unless you have a predilection for being insane to begin with, which, you know, could be. <laughs> That's a fair science answer. Yes. Because listen, it's like, listen, if you have a predilection towards some sort of insanity, who knows what's going to set you off? Right. If we don't know yeah. what if we don't know what 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 your issues are, how do we know what's going to set you off? Maybe it's the sound of your blood gurgling round. I don't know. Could maybe be. that's what drives yeah. you nuts. <laughs> maybe that's what makes you go. Maybe that's the the straw that breaks that particular camel's back. I bet there are YouTube channels that Katie Weaver could have listened to that are just gurgling body sounds ten hours ASMR, no thunder. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna find that. Gur- GurglingBodySounds.org. GurglingBodySounds uh, ASMR, 10 hours long, no thunders, no scares. No, no scares. Uh, so she also goes to see Dr. Oliver Mason, mm-hmm. who's a researcher of psychiat- uh, psychiatric, or excuse me, psychotic disorders at the University of Surrey. And this guy's actually studied anechoic chambers and he's put people into anechoic chambers to study what sensory deprivation so can, does to so people. So they can think about what they've done. Exactly. Exactly. You go into the anechoic uh, chamber and you gurgle until you until you're ready to come out and apologize. That's called Dr. Mason's office hours. That's right. <laughs> um, anyway, he says um, he says a quote: "Our brains are always trying to distinguish signal from noise. Anyway, and if there's no noise, they start seeing signal where there objectively isn't one. So oh, you start like." You go into the float chamber that people are always talking about and right. you start hallucinating. If there's no visible, you you start seeing things like that sort exactly. of stuff. Exactly. So he's like, you, 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 you conjure phantom signals, you start getting hallucinations. You hear all that stuff blood. is possible. Yeah. You could he hear says phantom blood, dude. Phantom blood gurgles. Uh, he said uh, 20 minutes inside an anechoic chamber, people are usually fine, but more than 20 minutes is when you start tweaking. So she's going in for three hours. Yeah. But, okay, now this is my favorite part. What is she allowed to bring with her? Well, she evidently brings in a a notebook and a pen. Okay. So that's what she brings. And they give her a blanket if she wants to lay down. There's a chair and a blanket. So this Mason (laughs) guy... You can put a blanket over the metal mesh. (laughs) (laughs) This really is torture. I know it's not supposed to be, but there's a reason people say, there's a reason why the kids on TikTok look at this room and go, that's probably torture room. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I I can see how the rumors started. Uh, But no, so the best part about this prep is that Dr. Oliver Mason, this uh, uh, guy who's who's in charge of psychiatric, why can't I say that word? Psychotic disorders. Mm. He gives her a, a, a test. He gives her a series of questions to see if she's prone to have a psychotic break. 
I love. But I'd like to ask you a number of these questions. I okay, yes, and I'm I'm totally open to it. I also just want to say that I love that our girl Katie is really having a vacation on the New York Times dime here. <laughs> yes. She's really doing a yes. lot. She's going yes. to, she's she's going to Surrey. She's like flying to Surrey. She's like <laughs> she's like going to she's going to Minnesota. She's like getting she's like getting questions answered about herself. She's like doing some like yeah. I love everything that Katie's doing. She's here. awesome. Evidently, it says in her byline on this article that her previous uh, her previous contribution to New York Magazine was a uh, an article about van life. So oh, that's all you need to know right wow. there. You know what I mean? Right? You She's know how obsessed it. I am about these van life channels. I want to yeah. meet Katie. She sounds lovely. She Katie sounds awesome. Weaver, hit us up. Oh, I highly recommend reading this article too because it's it's written delightfully. She is a a, a really wonderful. Um, you know, take on this. Anyway, okay, Ask so here's some questions. questions. Let's find out if I'm, if I'm about to have my psychotic break. I've yeah, felt yeah, it yeah. coming, but I'm I'm not sure. Here we go. She doesn't share all the questions, but I'm going to ask you all the ones she does share. Here's the first one. Does it often happen that nearly every thought immediately and automatically suggests an enormous number of ideas? Does it often happen? Mm-hmm. That yeah, nearly okay, every it happens, thought it happens quite a bit. Yeah, I'll say it happens. I, I'll say it happens quite right. a bit. I already know okay. where this test is going, and I hate it. This happens quite okay. a bit. Okay. On occasions, hmm. have you seen a person's face in front of you when no one was in fact there? What do you mean by in front? Like how how close <laughs> does it like 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 are we talking Blumhouse in front where I open my eyes and it's like it's like right up against me? Like or are we talking like are we talking like, I don't know, like five, five, six feet down in the room? Like, I think some. I mean, I don't know there. which one's worse. Is Five, six feet down seems more psychotic to me. Does it? I mean, a little bit. Well, like that one. Always... <laughs> okay. All right. Not always. Question three. But I've seen a couple times, like out of the corner, corner of my eye or whatever. Sure. Sure. Qu- question three. When in the dark, mm-hmm. do you often see shapes and forms even though there's nothing there? Oh, yeah, sure. I mean, I think I, I do. Yes. Yeah, totally. I think everybody does that. All right. Here's question four. I love this one. Have you wondered whether the spirits of the dead can influence the living? No. <laughs> okay. No, right. I think that's the first one I've gotten right. <laughs> this is my, this is the last one that she shares. And this is, this is uh, my favorite one. Are your thoughts sometimes so strong that you can almost hear them? Yes. Yeah, that's four out of five. I'm four out of five. I'm four out of not five good. heading for a psychotic break. I know. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not so, I'm not dumb. I'm aware. I'm aware of what these questions mean. Yeah. And I, here's what well, I'll say about Katie Weaver as a writer. I think she, I think she cherry picked these questions. Well, definitely. Yes. I think she, she cherry picked these questions to make every, unless you didn't get a lot. Like, how, what were your answers? I mean, I didn't get as many yeses as you did, but I got some yeses. What'd you get? You sure. get like two? I bet you got two. Uh, I, I got three. Yes. Okay. Cause you don't worry about ghosts. I, I don't worry about ghosts. No, I, I definitely can hear my thoughts. Sometimes I, uh, in the darkest, he shapes and forms and I've, I've sometimes seen a fit person's face, but again, it's not like super right in front of me. I, I don't get the thing that you get where, uh, every thought gets ideas. I wish I did. That'd be nice. No, I take, thought- I, I literally take medication. So that doesn't happen mm-hmm. as much. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's, that's yeah. sort of the problem, right? 
Well, Katie reports that there were 30 total questions and she got nine yeses. Okay. Which resulted in a moderate, uh, a moderate to high chance of a psychotic break. You know, I bet this, here's the other thing I'm going to say about this test. I bet it's outmoded and outdated. We're living in, hey, you can't just say we're living in unprecedented times and then go ahead and say that all of these things have been set by precedent. I bet everybody's test scores on these things have gone up quite a few quite a few points over the last couple of years, particularly when people were isolated. When we were self-isolating, I bet everybody yeah. went up by three or four points on these. I think you're absolutely right. I think I, I, I would be, it would be interesting to see somebody having taken the, the test in like two, the early part of 2019. Yeah. And then again, now. Also, yeah. Katie Weaver's not my doctor. Fuck off, Katie Weaver. You can't hey. tell me. I mean, she wasn't, it was more this, Mason, dude. But anyway, I still want to chat with Katie Weaver, but also fuck off, Katie Weaver. (laughs) We've arrived to the to the moment where I'm going to reveal what happens when she goes inside. Okay, so she's going to spend three hours. It's like the end of the game, and it's just all of her friends saying "Happy Birthday, Katie." (laughs) Yeah, it's this big surprise party in there. Spoilers for Uh, the 30 year old movie, The Game. (laughs) Uh, So she says uh, she reports that once she crossed the threshold into the room. She's, you know, uh, Stephen J. Orfield brings her into the room. They're walking on the mesh. She said his voice immediately sounded far away as the wedges absorbed his sound waves. Now, Orfield uh, has no qualifications of any kind for anything. He just bought the place, man. No, Maybe he's, he's that, not. Ain't a, that the story of America? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I just wanted to double check. Yeah. No, he is, he's the carnival barker of this tale right now. I love this okay. for him. So she says uh, it, 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 an, or, an oral illusion, A-U-R-A-L, mm-hmm. uh, manifested where it sounds like someone's whispering right next to your ear, even when they're standing far away, which is pretty wild. And then she was given a choice of whether he was going to leave the chamber and leave her there for three hours by herself. Chicken she was given the choice of, of whether she wanted the lights on or off. Ooh, and I want to present, do? yeah, I want to pre- present it to you. I, th- she does not report whether most people do it on or off, but I would like to know what you would do. Lights on or off. If I'm trying, if my, if my goal is to be in there as long as possible and make it, make it as comfortable as possible. I think I want to limit limit my possible hallucinations to auditory only. And I want to keep the lights on. That's what I think. I think if the lights are off and I'm here and I'm dealing with like all of this lack of input from one of my one of my major senses, I think yeah. I want to keep the other ones operating on the level if I'm trying to set a record. I think I would be much more inclined to leave the lights on as well, but mostly because I'd be scared. I think if you're like, I'm deprived, like you're saying, if I'm depriving one sense completely, do I want to deprive another sense to hone in on that? Pal Katie, though, she goes lights off, bro. She went lights off. Katie Weaver came to play. Katie Weaver got that times money and she's like, I'm spending every dime and I'm living every minute. She did. She she went lights off and she decided to use the take take advantage of the blanket and lay down to start. 
Do you think your time pays on a net 30 or a net 60? How long do you think it takes to get that money back if you're doing something for the times? (laughs) I'm sure it's net 30. You know, yeah, you'd they, like to I feel think like so. a quick turnaround, baby. I had, pay, I had to pay to read this article. You know what I'm saying? You'd like to think so, but I bet they leave you hanging. Ah, times. So she describes being very worried uh, once the lights go out that her pen is going to stop working which, or, to take notes and she's going to not know that it's Wait not working. That's, that's right. She turned the lights out, but she brought all she brought in with her was a notebook to take notes. Yeah. So she, she talks a lot about how she starts writing notes and then she's like, I will never know if this pen runs out of ink while I'm writing. I don't have any notes when I get out of here. It's very funny. It's very charming. You can feel the difference between a pen that's working and a pen that's gone dry. Come on, Katie Weaver. (laughs) Now, what you, what you won't know is you won't know if, if you're writing on the lines, if your handwriting makes any sense, if it's actually going to be legible, but come on, you're going to know. Yeah. Yeah. When the pen runs out of ink, come on, Katie Weaver. I think I think you would be able to feel it, but maybe I don't know what kind of pen she's using. Maybe it's one of those, uh, you know, maybe it's a Bic. I don't know. There's a special. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, what she's I, think, using. I think you're going to feel it, but that's okay. All what right. else? Well, but this is. But here's the other thing. These are just the these are just the wild things that are running through her mind as she's exactly. nervous. Yes. So so here's here. I will read you exactly what she says uh, the moment she lays down. She says once supine. I experienced the unique and briefly frightening sensation that my ears were traveling up very fast in an elevator while the rest of my body fell gently toward earth. I had the distinct feeling of my ear canals filling with an inrushing silence that was somehow thicker than the quiet I had first noticed in the chamber. A silence thicker than the quiet is also my favorite Death Cab album. Go on. It's a good one. Uh, She said within seconds, though, this deceased... And everything sounded or rather continued to have no sound exactly the same as before. So she had this like right when she laid down, it was like very intensely quiet, but then it stopped being quiet. And then she describes like waiting for that gurgle of the blood. She's like, I wanted to hear my blood. Where is that blood sound? And she doesn't hear it. She says it's intensely quiet, but she doesn't hear her blood. So she starts whipping her head back and forth to try to make her blood slosh around in her head. Yes. Like when you get the water in your in your ears from the lake or the pool or whatever. <laughs> yes. She says, I detected no liquid movement, but my swishing hair was very loud. So she could like hear her hair. Her hair was loud. Yeah. And then she goes, you know what else was loud? Massa- massaging my scalp, raising my eyebrows. Oh. <gasps> Chomping my eyebrows. She said, chomping my teeth produced a resonant sound inside my head. So she starts doing all these experiments of just like moving her face muscles and not like getting up and moving around, but just trying to hear her insides. Like, like a, like a close up in like a, in like a, adult swim cartoon when they do like a close-up of a character <laughs> yes. and the like character is stimpy yeah and the character is like thirsty and they open their mouth and it's like and like you can see the inside and it's making like like dry noises and cracking sounds oh my lord i hate it <laughs> she said uh she kind of lost track of time uh how long she was in there that's to be expected right you don't know how long you've been in there um but at a certain point, she thinks she thinks it's about two hours in. She started. She starts to perceive a crack of light where the uh, insulation doesn't quite meet the wall, and she starts like imagining if that light is is something other than what it is. But she realizes, oh, it's just a crack of light. 
Yeah. And then if it was even there. Yeah. And then at a certain point, the door opens. Stephen J. Warfield walks back in and says, hey, you broke the record. And she's like, oh, I didn't go insane. I didn't hear the sound of my own gurgles. I had some strange experiences, but it was like pretty much underwhelming. Pretty underwhelming. I mean, I would, I'm not surprised. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm not surprised. I, well, but here's a question. And I don't know if she answers this. How's her intestinal health? (laughs) Oh, you think there might've been more gurgling if she had been a little less, had a little less fiber in her diet. Yeah, Ashkenazi Jew here. Uh, (laughs) How is her stomach health? Because I'll tell you this. I probably have more gurgles than a Katie Weaver does. Yeah. I'd probably Your gurgles get more, may vary. Yeah, I might saying. get more gr- grossed out by my gurgles than she does. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you get out, you get grossed out from your gurgles already without an anechoic chamber, buddy. Here's the, here, that's the other thing that Katie Weaver's not answering in this article is: Does she often dream of just being a brain in a robot body? <laughs> right. That's another right. one, right? Like I don't know Fair where question. she's from. You know, here's the thing about van life. People, people who do the van life also tend to be a little more connected to, uh, to nature and to, and to the self than, than maybe you and I are. And they don't want to yeah. be a robot body that's completely silent and works without flaws. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so maybe mm-hmm. we would go a little crazier than her in there. Who knows? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a very subjective, very personal uh, account, but. I do think that maybe she's a, more, a little more well-adjusted than you and me. I mean, you, most people are. Do you remember when we were thinking about going and doing one of those float tanks and we chickened out? Yeah, I do. Like, we literally chickened out. We did go into the freeze chamber, though, together. We went to a, free, we went to a freeze chamber. But do you we remember went, how much we screamed? <laughs> yeah. We screamed a lot. We screamed a lot. We screamed a lot. They said, okay, they said after we got out of the freeze chamber, we were in two separate freeze, freeze chambers. And we had to, we had to be in our, we had to be like in our underwear in the freeze chamber and we came out of the freeze chamber and they said it was more screaming than they had, than they had ever heard. Yeah, and they true. were like, but you were, they were like, it sounds like we're doing a bit, but we're not doing a bit. This is the God's honest truth. No, well, that's the thing is, is because we were there shooting a video. We were shooting a pilot for something and yeah. uh, for, for like this science show that we wound up never doing, but. We, uh, they came out and they were like, oh, well, you were, you were screaming a little bit, you know, cause of the cameras and for the bit. And I was like, no, I wasn't. No, we were, uh, I, I didn't was screaming do that for the, you. The fear. Yeah. I didn't do that for you. I did it cause chilly. It was cold and it, you couldn't see anything in there. No, all you could see was, was like, was like the Mr. Freeze gas. Yeah. That he yeah. keeps his wife in. <laughs> I was like, yeah. that's what it was like to be Nora Freeze. And then they were like, oh, another thing that we'd like you to do is go to one of those float uh, float tanks. And you and I both said, absolutely not. No, I'm not doing that. Yeah. I would do it now, though. You know what? It's interesting. What do you think changed? You think it's COVID that changed you? <sighs> no, maybe. I Whenever somebody says, did COVID change this about you? You can never really say no. because <laughs> right. Because here's the thing. Regardless of how COVID went for you, uh, it was a strange and unique and odd time. And yeah. so you can never say that it didn't affect you in, a, in some way. You can only say, right. I think it might have uh, uh, 
it might have added, it might have, it might have added a bit to it, but I, th- I think it's more just like, we're just like, I'm, I'm what, six more years of, six more years of therapy and just life <laughs> down the road than I was when we started this podcast. Yeah, that's interesting. Okay. You just, and, yeah. and so I, and right. so I, now I think, and now I think sitting for 40 minutes and floating in silence with my own thoughts. Yeah, I'm probably cool with it. Well, you did so much more meditation now. I mean, not that you're I, bragging, listen, but you've I done do, so I much never, more. I would never brag yeah. about it. Thank you for bringing that up because it's not something I talk about very much, but I do meditate and it's not a big deal and it doesn't make me better than anybody, but I do meditate. Uh-huh. Um, so, she, so she had an underwhelming time. I wonder if she even fell asleep and didn't know. Well, she talks a lot about her trying not to fall asleep because she was saying that that is, uh, she's, she's prone to that. So she talks a lot about trying not to fall asleep in there. Katie Weaver is like diametrically opposite to everything about us. <laughs> Katie Weaver, Katie Weaver, I bet is one of those people that's just like, man, I don't know what it is. You know, I just, I get on a plane or I get in the car and I immediately just zonk right out. <laughs> Second, my, Life my head just hits the pillow. Away. My head hits the no pillow problem. at night. And I'll tell you what, I try to listen to a podcast to go to sleep, but I'm asleep before they even get through the beginning. <laughs> Fuck you, Katie Weaver. And shout out to everybody who's trying to fall asleep right now and is an hour into this show and is just like, you've got four podcasts queued up to get your three hours of sleep tonight. I see you. I feel you. I know who you are. I I would be worried that Katie would get upset hearing this, but she didn't get it this far. You know, she's already sound asleep. (laughs) No, Katie. Somebody's like, hey, Katie, they talked about your article on this podcast. She's like, oh, I'll put it on my thing to listen to. And then she went off and had a fulfilling day and forgot about it. (laughs) (laughs) which is nothing that we would ever do. No. Somebody would say, hey, hey guys, somebody mentioned you and we'd be like, oh God. (laughs) Oh God, no. And we'd think about it for a day and a half. Not even the podcast. Somebody would just be like, oh yeah, I was out with these people the other night and they, they, we were talking about you and be like, what the fuck does that mean? (laughs) (laughs) Uh Who the fuck are you? That's accurate. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, yeah, she was a little disappointed by it. Uh, and I think that's, uh, it's kind of debunking, certainly debunking the whole, you know, TikTok rumor sure. that you, you can only spend 45 minutes and there's just three hours the and it was pasta of it all. You know what I mean? That, that, oh, totally. I, I bet, she I said, bet 90% of the people that post or repost that stuff don't even believe it. They just love it for the horror story of it. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, she I said, um, my, my time in there had been as sedative as a spa visit, only much more expensive and uncomfortable. Get fucked, Katie. <laughs> how dare you how I think, dare you I, I think she's awesome she I think, did no, she's she did, amazing she's amazing I she bet. did that that kind of science we love anthony the self-experimentation yeah you know yeah. i love that we I jump love, in there do it i i bet we would be a little underwhelmed by it in all honesty i yeah. think we would stuff like this when you especially when it gets built up in your head or like i want to say the first time i heard about this this place was like maybe 2013 i want to say like there was like a Veritasium video where he spent some time in there or something. And, and mm. that, you know, I, I think this is one of those places that kind of goes viral every couple of years because it's a fascinating thing to exist. Yeah. Um, but I've never heard such an in-depth, you know, deep dive into what, what it's actually about. But I, I, I think things like this, it's like when you go visit a place and you're like, you have a list of the things that you want to see because you saw them on like Instagram or something. And then mm-hmm. you go there and you're like, oh, this is the place yeah. where everybody stands to take that picture of them with the yeah. thing. And it was pretty cool. But in all honesty, if I had the four hours back, I'd probably go do something else. Yeah. yeah. Like maybe, you know, 
But I would like to hear, I would like to hear ultimate silence just once. I think that's worthwhile. Not because I want to, not because it's going to drive me crazy or I want to set a record or anything like that. I just want to know what it's like to hear ultimate silence. 600 bucks an hour. You can you go to Minneapolis. There you go. Boom. Wow. For only $600 an hour, I could be in Minneapolis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm such an asshole. New year and I'm an asshole already. <laughs> I've just got, I've got energy, man. It's been, it's been raining. I've been cooped up and I've got energy. I don't know what it is. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy, happy New Year. Happy New Year. Are y'all, would you all go into the ultimate silence? Yeah. How long do you think you could last? How, yeah, let us know. Uh, you can do so either on the subreddit. That's a great place. Uh, you know, I think the best place to share any opinions with anybody ever is probably our Discord. It is. It's a delightful place with delightful humans. And it only costs you a buck a month to be part of it. How cool is that? Yeah. People are on there talking about all kinds of wonderful things, uh, doing all kinds of wonderful stuff. And it's uh, all the all the money from the Patreon goes to directly supporting us and helping us to keep make the show. You can find that at patreon.com slash we have concerns. And as you give a little more, you get a little more like extra episodes, extra audio and all kinds of fun stuff. Check it out at patreon.com slash we have concerns. Fucking talking shit on everybody nonstop and I say that I can make it in the quiet room. This guy <laughs> just can't stop talking shit for five seconds. Really? Okay. Old. <laughs> <laughs>